Welcome to the F3 American Yammer podcast, where we give the men of F3 a chance to tell their story as they've transitioned from sad clown to high impact man. I'm Short Circuit, and each week I'll be joined by another member of F3 who is willing to step up and share his story. So, without further ado, here's today's show. Welcome to another episode of F3 American Yammer. I am your host, the shortest of all circuits. No circuits are shorter, according to me. Um, and uh, we are on episode 30 today, so I'd like to welcome Drop Thrill, coming up all the way from the fort to join us. So welcome, Drop Thrill. Thank you. Glad to be here. All right. Um, so quick disclaimer, I think you and I got connected just because you you posted something on related to the F3 mental battle, and it's something we'll speak about later, but I think you had, you'd made a, made mention of that, and that's where I think I reached out. Is that right? Yeah, that's that's correct, and I think, of course, I tweet way too much, but yeah, I, <laughs> it was it, it was in relate, or, or relation to that. Gotcha. Not as much as FIAB. FIAB tweets all the time. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. All right. So, well, good. I'm glad that we were able to, to connect and uh, get you, because we tried, we tried a couple times to, like, get the tech working and it just seemed like it, it wouldn't work out so yeah my laptop's way too old apparently <laughs> well that's what happens when you buy a laptop from the 80s that's um, right <laughs> well, awesome cool well let's let's jump in here so name arama name age f3 name so west canal 47 drop thrill drop thrill awesome now how long have you been a uh, an f3 packs of the fort so i tried to determine that yesterday it was either the last weekend of march or the first weekend of april of 2014 so March, I'm coming up on six years. Wow, that's that's pretty incredible. So definitely, you've seen kind of not only your own region grow, but then you you've and that's a couple of years removed from mothership, right? So, right. but you you've been able to see F3 in general across the nation grow. Oh, definitely. This time. Um, so I'm sure that's been fairly exciting. Yeah, definitely, because uh, there's some squabble in the the packs, but. Um, the consensus seems to be that South Charlotte, a.k.a. Area 51, was the first expansion, and then the fort was the second expansion. But you ask the fort guys, and they'll say, no, we were first. So, <laughs> No, they picked me first. <laughs> exactly. Okay, gotcha. Well, cool, and definitely you know, get to look forward to another another six years almost of being exactly. able to see where this is going to go, so that's great. Now, where do you typically post within the fort? Do you kind of stay within kind of your reach? I mean, you posted with us this morning, which was, which yeah, was great. Yeah, which but. was a terrible workout, but it was, no, it was very good. <laughs> no, terribly good. Yeah, terribly good. Uh, well, that's the funny thing. When you, I started out uh, with South Charlotte um, for the first two and a half years of my F3 life, and then I physically moved to the fort. So I know a lot of guys now all over the place. So I actually post sometimes in South Charlotte, sometimes the Fort, sometimes the Rock Hill, sometimes in Union County of all places. Um, so I know a lot of guys. So it's just good to get that fellowship and hang out with guys. Gotcha. Okay. So you move around quite a bit. Right. And do you have like kind of a set routine throughout the week of what you do, or is it just kind of dependent on how sore you are? And- <laughs> exactly. Most weeks it's usually Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, sometimes Saturday. Uh, my goal is to post at least three days a week and then get two days of exercise somewhere else besides that. Okay. Per my doctor's orders. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Well, awesome. Yeah, it sounds like you've been fairly consistent then for the past six years. That's great. All right. So let's let's jump into the real heart of the matter here. So let's talk about life before F3. So what did 
what did fitness really look like for you kind of leading all the way up to that first workout? So fitness, uh, high school and college, like most guys, I did not play anything. <laughs> I was, I'm not talented at all as far as coordination goes. So I, did, I never played any sports. Uh, and uh, so when I got into my 30s, I completely just became a blob and, you know, did nothing. So um, my 30s were... I won't jump ahead, but fitness was non-existent. So mm-hmm. um, prior to, well, I won't jump to F3, but anyway, so it was pretty much non-existent before F3. Gotcha. Okay. So, so no real fitness to speak of kind of from the background. Right. Gotcha. Okay. What about um, fellowship? So where were you kind of, what was the nature of your relationships? Like how did you communicate from a fellowship perspective? Before F3? Right. So fellowship, uh, was probably even worse than the fitness because uh, uh, not married, wasn't married, still not married, have no children, but I still have, you know, close family and friends and stuff close by. Um, I definitely had a really close friend in high school growing up, and we're still friends actually to this day. We just don't see each other but about once a month, that type of thing. Gotcha. Um, but otherwise, it was just basically work friends and that type of thing. Mm, got it. The proximity relationships. Exactly. Gotcha. Exactly. Okay. And now, and the, the faith piece as well. So you, you don't have, and you get no sports in the background, no real fitness to speak of, minimal friendships, you have a few close friends, but mostly proximity friends. What right. was the faith piece like? Um, so kind of the faith you... probably was the strongest of the three. Um, I did grow up in church and, uh, that was not an option because (laughs) my mother was a dictator. So we went to church. Um, my father went along because my mother was the dictator, you know, uh, but no, that, that was, it, it definitely gave me a great foundation. Uh, I'm very grateful for it. Um, and I've continued with it most of my life, but, um, you know, up until, uh, probably five, 10 years before F3, uh, it kind of had stagnated. I mean, I went to church, but um, I didn't feel a whole lot of energy from it, mm-hmm. if you if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. So, no real fitness to speak of. Minimal friendships. You do have the strong faith base, though. Okay. So, so it sounds like, you know, more than anything, the, kind of the, the faith piece was sort of keeping you going in some aspects. <laughs> exactly. And you've got the proximity friendships. Um, but without the, the fitness piece, without the fellowship piece, you know, you definitely... Kind of, we're seeing the the picture, right, of the the, the sad clown here, right, and, right, and maybe definitely. and maybe not even necessarily a sad clown, because it didn't sound like you were necessarily you know super depressed, if I could use that word, but you know maybe just kind of going through something, something's missing. Or some, some well, I would definitely categorize myself as a sad clown in my thirties, especially because it was like I had no focus outside of myself. Basically, it was like mm-hmm. I kind of internalized myself. And went inside, and that's the worst way to go to just focus on yourself. Mm. Definitely tends to turn everything negative. Mm. Yeah, I got you. We are our own worst critics, right? Right. Especially exactly. Okay. Well, definitely. Thanks for sharing that as well. I mean, that's that's huge, and especially guys who are who have come come from that sort of uh, sad clown background thinking internally right and no fo- i love your, your quote there the no focus outside of myself right um, which is really really strong and powerful so let's talk about that that first workout right so so first off who is the uh who's the culprit <laughs> who, who engaged you so there's several culprits actually so um i'll give the two probably the strongest so uh byron 
um, which his name is Jason Reimer. So Lord Byron was a poet, so they were very creative with that. So <laughs> Byron is actually a, a, a professional trainer, and I used to actually work out at one of his paid boot camps, if you can believe I paid to you do this. To do I paid that? to do this. Can you believe it? And uh, anyway, so he was actually ramping down his paid boot camps because he was going into the ministry full time. Okay. So, um, so he encouraged me to get involved with F3. Uh, there was another guy, Big League Chew. If you saw Big League Chew, you know why they called him that because he looks exactly like the guy on the Big League Chew. Big League Chew. <laughs> and then I would be remiss to not mention Schedule C. Um, who uh, showed up for my work, first workout. And we've been friends since high school, and he actually <clears throat> encouraged me to get in F3 as well. So Gotcha. Okay, so they had already come at least once before. Oh, yeah, they were all very strong. Uh, Jason uh, Byron. I, I can't call him Byron because I always doing Jason for so many years. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Byron uh, is, is a fitness guru. He's a nut, and uh, so he... You know, definitely pushed me toward that when he knew he wasn't going to be there to do it personally mm-hmm. he wanted to push me toward f3 because he was involved in f3 as well it's just now his schedule is such that he can't be involved anymore mm. so okay and now so so they're they're pushing you to come to f3 you show up in march 2014 right so who, who queued it was high tide who is the culprit for my name, which we should get into later, maybe. We should. <laughs> so High Tide uh, and his son, creatively named Low Tide. <laughs> Ooh. High Tide and Low Tide, which Low Tide, I think, is taller than High Tide now. So <laughs> anyway, um, so they co-queued that day. Um, it's a moderate workout um, in South Charlotte. Um, can't even remember. Ascent. So I posted Ascent for my first queue. I'd already been doing the, the boot camps and stuff with Jason, but um, this was definitely, it seemed like another level. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay, so it's something completely new. Right. As so many I'm, guys have said, a different type of fitness. Yeah, right? an hour of this, and I'm like, you know, about 10 minutes into it thinking, I've made a huge mistake. What am I doing here? <laughs> <laughs> it's the classic arrested development line, right? I've, yeah. I've made a huge mistake. I've made a huge mistake. A huge mistake. Uh, what do you what do you remember from that from that workout? What sort of stood out to you as being the most noticeable? Uh, well, probably definitely the fellowship um, because I had been around athletes enough to know there there's a lot of, a culture in some athletes that it's not very friendly. It's just sort of very competitive, and mm. I never have felt that in F three. I never felt that that day. I felt very welcomed. Um, I never felt like somebody was like come on, man, you, you can do better than that in a, in a negative way, you yeah. know, always in an encouraging way. Yeah. Um, but um, some of the workout exercises I, I still steal and use in my own cues. So, <laughs> so it, it definitely made an impact and made an impression, you know. Yeah. Well, enough of an impression to keep coming back more than anything. Right, for sure. Yeah. And now, uh, so, so you brought it up just a minute ago. Why drop throw? So drop thrill. So I am a a music park and roller coaster junkie, and I use junkie lovingly. Um, just for reference, I've been on three hundred forty different coasters, which I know most people give me that look that you yeah. just gave me. <laughs> that if you could see my face, nation. Yeah, because uh, people are like, "There's three hundred forty coasters in America." I'm like, "No, there's probably thousands in the world," and there's. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. Sorry. <laughs> I tried to clap fast enough to get you. All right. 
So, uh, so I'm a you know a big amusement park uh, roller coaster junkie. Uh, ridden 340 coasters, and uh, so Tony Big League Chew. Uh, before I even opened my mouth at COT, he's like, "This guy loves roller coasters, and you know he loves amusement parks and blah blah blah." Mm -hmm. So. I didn't even open my mouth basically and they threw out Intimidator which I was like that's awesome I can take the name I knew enough about F3 to not quiet, argue quiet. I was like I'm not saying anything and they said no that's too nice so I did not get Intimidator so um, and then somehow High Tide came up with Drop Thrill which every time I introduce myself there's always Drop What? Drop What? It's drop like, drill, drop, drop drill. drill. I'm like, no. <laughs> We've affectionately termed him here in, in Natville uh, drop trow. <laughs> that, that came up this morning. So, there's been a few other names I can't re repeat on the podcast. But, uh, <laughs> uh, so the funny thing is, like in South Charlotte, they always call me DT, which is easier. DT drop thrill. Oh yeah. And then for some reason, when I moved to the fort. Nobody says that. Nobody calls me DT. I was like, this is easier. It makes it life easier. So I, I do personally know uh, Dark Helmet, and he just calls me Thrill. So um, every time he sees me, he just calls me Thrill, because I guess that's easier than saying Drop Thrill uh, or he took the, Drop or whatever. You know, so. He took the uh, the, the Dread approach. Just, <laughs> just drop one of the names. Exactly. How, how Dread calls me Circuit. Yeah. Okay. Well, it took me a while to figure out what the world Doa was. I was like, Doa? What in the world is he talking <laughs> about? Doa? Yeah. Doa. As the, uh, as the Doa pants for the water. <laughs> exactly. I was like, Doa? Was like, Doa deer, a female deer? Yeah. What are you talking about, Dredd? <laughs> awesome. Okay. And, and the, I'm, I'm required by law to ask. Uh, not by law. Uh, <laughs> There's did, no did rules you, now. There's no you, rules yeah. now. <laughs> Sua sponte. Um, did, did you splash Merlot? I uh, actually did not, and I've never, to my shock, I've never. There's been few, a few times when I thought I was going to, mm -hmm. and I stopped and took a breath, and <laughs> I did not. So, big ups on you then, because uh, some of us who shan't be named, who are definitely not in this not room, in this room uh, <laughs> have splashed Merlot. Awesome. Well, definitely T claps to those guys, including uh, you know Doa, High Tide, Byron. Big League Chew and Schedule C for uh, kind of having some some level of impact on you that's uh, continued to encourage you to keep coming to F3. So for great. sure, for sure. All right. So let's talk about um, maybe a potentially more substantive portion of the <laughs> podcast now. Um, Where have you heard that from? I don't oh, know. No. Some other uh, third-rate F3 podcast. Oh, oh it's throwing shade. Um, <clears throat> let's talk Let's talk lives. <laughs> that was going to kill me. Um <laughs> Let's talk life since F3. So let's talk about the fitness aspect. So you'd mentioned before that you kind of move around kind of the South Charlotte, the, the Fort area, Rock Hill, and you have a fairly standard schedule. Um, but then you also do some additional fitness aspects outside of F3 as well. Right. Um, let's talk about that. So how has F3 impacted your fitness? So how, how has it changed it? What, what's the biggest thing, kind of noticeable thing that you've seen? So... Um... I have several to pull from, but I'll go with my Houston story. So, um, as you can tell, I'm a big amusement park fan. So, I've gotten to the point where I've pretty much driven all of the East Coast of the United States. So, I'm to the point where I have to fly now to ride new coasters for, for myself. So, this year I went to Texas and Arkansas and uh, Denver. 
Colorado. Nice. And um, so I was coming back from Dallas, had to connect in Houston, and we were late. And my connection was in about 15 minutes. Mm. So I had to run through the, the Houston airport. And, of course, I was out of breath by the time I got to the gate, but I made it. Mm. And I did realize at the time, I was like, I could never have done this before F3, mm. you know, despite all my challenges because I've got back injuries and other things and asthma and stuff. I still could not have done that before F3. There, there was no way. Yeah. And so after I caught my breath and recomposed myself, I was like, well, this is, this is a victory in a strange sort of way. It yeah. definitely is. Absolutely. Well, definitely too. I mean, that's, that's a real life example, not just a, Hey, I was able to go and do this workout and didn't die from it. But really like, hey, no, I was actually able to run to my gate and get there on time. And that's that's something that, to your to your credit, you're saying, like, I would not have been able to do before. Exactly. That's that's a real thing. Like I've heard Dredd said, can, you know, if, if I had to carry my daughter some distance yeah. because of an emergency or whatever, I can do that because of F3 yeah. and because of the daily routine. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of things I can definitely say that are true of myself you know, because of F3. Yeah. Oh, that's great. And definitely, I mean, it's to, to be able to have those stories to sort of bank on too, I think is really impacting. Um, you know, one of the biggest things about the podcast aspect is sharing the story, right? And being right. able to share, to have those stories to be able to share, um, not just of, hey, I went out and I crushed this workout, <laughs> but, but really like, hey, I was able to do something that has real life implications that other people have had to go through as well is it's meaningful right exactly so that's awesome so the fellowship piece right so previously before you had no no sports no fitness that to anything really to speak of now you're able to do things that have real life implications previously before previously on drop thrill, <laughs> previously on uh, drop thrill. <laughs> uh, you were talking about that you know the fellowship piece was almost a little i think in your words it was worse than the fitness you had the proximity friendships maybe a few close relationships um how has F3 impacted your fellowship now? So for me, the fellowship light bulb didn't go off for some time, um, which is probably true for a lot of guys. You don't realize this is something you were missing until you realize, oh, I was missing this. But um, for myself, uh, I've never been married, no, no children, live alone. So in my 30s, as I said earlier, I, I went very introverted. I went... Totally within myself. I just went to work, went home, went to church on Sunday, and that was it. Uh, you know, I served some in my community, that type of thing, but um, I really didn't realize how lonely I had gotten mm-hmm. until F3 came along. Um, and five, it'll be five years this year, uh, my mother passed away. And um, if it was for F3, I don't know how I would have gotten through that situation because. Um, what happened, I have to give some credit to Glass Joe. Um, Glass Joe um, had lost his mother about a year to two years, I think, before my mother passed. So he walked with me through that whole situation because my mother was sick for about six months, sick on and off, on and off, on and off, in and out of the hospital all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when she did pass, you know, um, Glass Joe was always like, if you need me, call me. And he, he meant it, you know, even to this day, I can, unless he's truly busy, he will always take my call, mm-hmm. which I've always appreciated. 
even if he did graduate from NC State. So I have to get that dig in there. Oh, <laughs> salty. <laughs> so, um, but I'll, I'll leave that alone. But anyway, but no, it, it really did um, impact me through that whole situation five years ago. And um, the day of her funeral, um, I didn't even realize, but there were 12 F3 guys in the house, in the church. Mm-hmm. And they took off time from work just to show up for me. And that meant so much to me. You know, it was such an impact. And F3 had already made, started to make a huge impact that first year as part of the PACs. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you see it in, your ever, in something serious that goes on in your life, that's when you really feel that impact. Yeah. Well, man, that's incredible. I mean, it just, I mean, to kind of hear the stories and these are these are legitimate stories that you're sharing, right? Right. That, right. that have real y'all life. making up all of them. One hundred percent of them. Um, Fabrication. No. But, but yeah, to, I mean to hear those stories, right? Because they do have absolute real world implications, and and those are things that guys um, either have gone through themselves and can absolutely relate, or I hate to bring it up, eventually will go through. Right. Right. And to know um, that that's something that has continued to draw you back in and to your point of not realizing like, hey, there were 12 F3 guys that actually showed up at my mother's funeral. I mean, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, and then this, of course, I've been able to pass along already. Um, of course, I have a soft spot in my heart for any guy that loses his mom now. Yeah. But um, one of my coaster buddies, his mom passed not too long ago and I showed up at the funeral home and he turned around and like felt almost fell over because none of his like coaster buddies like me showed up but mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. and he was like what are you doing here i was like well i would not not be here you yeah. know and uh and we've talked about it since and he's like you know i realized that the guys that have lost their moms are the ones that reach out to me so yeah you know because it's it's you know it definitely changes you yeah absolutely well can you speak a little bit too um, so I know one, one of the things that you've been involved with over the past year now or so, um, I'm probably misquoting that. Um, <laughs> That's all right. Is the, is the, the, F3, the F3 mental health battle. So can you speak a little bit kind of how that's tied in to, to some of the fellowship pieces and, and how you've been involved and, and why that's important to you as well? Yeah, so um, my mom had her own mental health battles um, she we never knew for sure because she would never tell us but um my suspicion is she was probably bipolar Mm -hmm. um because my mother was she could get very manic in a heartbeat and then she could be very sweet and quiet the next minute um and because of that she had to be on medication for about 30 years which eventually killed her kidneys which Mm -hmm. killed her physically so um but um i saw her mental battles and then um and then I've had my own mental battles. A lot of mine are just due to, I've never, I wouldn't never say I'm completely depressed, but you know, definitely when you deal with weight issues and just struggles with personal image and all those sort of things that men say that they don't struggle with, but we do, you know, um, those two things combined just really made me more sensitive to that issue. And then when I heard Miyagi, on C-SPAN's podcast or call, whatever he calls it. Callcast. Uh, callcast. Um, so Miyagi was on there during the mental health um, awareness time. And I was like, you know what? It would be great if we had a Twitter account and we could just tweet about this and 
hopefully have some type of impact. And Miyagi agreed with me, and we got the Twitter handle going um, at F3 Battle. And uh, but anyway, so you know, I I try to be consistent and you know just things to think about because as men we tend to just internalize things and then blow up in the most inopportune time. Mm. But, um, yeah, just bring more awareness of it, you know, just to, you know, if it's not something that impacts you personally, there's probably somebody in your life that has mental health issues yeah. in some form or fashion. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and to your point, I think it's, it's incredibly important because as men, uh, and I'll, I'll give credit to Tommy Boy for now. Um, for now. For now, I'll give credit <laughs> to Tommy Boy. Eventually, I'm going to steal this. Um, and that is, he made a good quote one time that I liked, and that is, as men, we have a tendency to uh, bottle it up and right. push it down, right? Yeah. And um, that's not to say that that is exactly what goes on in every man's life who does struggle with mental health. But I do think, as men, we are a little bit more prone to those types of things because we have a tendency to bottle it up, push it down, um, that even, even something like that over time can eventually kind of Force a uh, force a sense of undulation, right? Um, apart from kind of some natural things, or uh, we'll say, chemical na- uh, things of chemical in nature. I think, I think that's what I'm trying to say. Um, that could drive uh, a mental health struggle. Right. There. Uh, one of the things I'm very proud of my church that I'm happy to be involved in is they have a mental health um, Sunday or month. I can't remember. I think it's a month. Uh, sorry. Mental Health Sunday, and um, and that's it's just like a taboo subject in the church, mm-hmm. and uh, and then of course men are the same way. We just don't talk about it. Well, there's certain things that men just don't talk about, um, and I hope in a small way we can with this Twitter account just bring more awareness to it. There's nothing to be ashamed about. Mental health is something that you need to take care of, just like your physical health. Yep, that's awesome. All right, and then kind of to to round it out as well. Let's talk about, and you mentioned before, this, the faith piece was the strongest of the three. You also mentioned that at some point within the past, while you were, maybe either while you were involved with F3 or before F3, you kind of hit this plateau point within your faith, where you're going to church and kind of going through the motions a little bit, but maybe not necessarily accelerating or growing. So can you speak a little bit to how has F3 impacted the faith piece for you? So for for me the faith piece, um, the to borrow a, a, a term I've heard before, acceleration. Um, Where'd you hear that? I don't know. Uh, pick of the six? No, just kidding. Um, How you get out of here? <laughs> so uh, for me it was like um, I guess catalyst is a good word. Um, F three mm-hmm. has been a catalyst to just spur me to think about something outside of myself. And for me, I mean, I am a Christian, I'm, but at the same time, I'm open and try to be loving of everybody, regardless of whether they believe in anything or nothing, or, mm-hmm. or they believe in something that I totally disagree with. Um, F3 has been great to just, you know, spur me on to think about something besides myself all day long, 24-7. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I was involved in a lot of service at church, um, before F3, but now to me it's like, okay, what am I good at? What are my gifts? What are my strengths? Those are what I focus on now. Instead of trying to do everything, mm. I now am happy to serve in production um, 
and work behind the scenes, I've, I've figured out that I'm not the number one guy. I never will be the number one guy, but I'm happy to be the number two guy and, and help support the number one guy yeah. in whatever that is. But in, in my case, I work in production at church. So, you um, so, you know, it, it's definitely helped me to focus and, um, you know, just continue to learn and accelerate. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think, too, you know, with what you brought up, kind of that even something as simple as, like, the Twitter handle, right? And maybe you didn't start or had the idea for the F3 mental health battle. That seems to sort of belong to Miyagi. Right. But being able to find that asset and say, hey, you know, I've been impacted in this area. Let me go ahead and, and use my gifts and my talents to be able to do that, I think absolutely counts as a service opportunity, and, and it is absolutely outward looking which would come back into the, the faith category right, right. exactly exactly That's awesome. well drop thrill drop thrill drop thrill. drop thrill. or dt is just DT. Fine. drop trowel uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you don't don't he's, give he's dri- taking off his shorts uh, don't give dark helmet any ideas please <laughs> well thank you very much again for for sharing you know with us kind of your your journey through this and i, I think your stories especially are really really incredible because uh, that's how you know, that's how we relate, um, I think, to, to each other is being able to hear stories and being able to share them and understand um, and relate to them. Um, do you have any closing thoughts uh, as we get ready to wrap up, closing thoughts for the pack, something that you'd like to share with them? For myself personally, I would just say don't isolate yourself, um, whether it's physical struggles, I have those, mental struggles, I have those, um, you know, emotional, whatever, don't isolate yourself. Um, it's so easy in our culture to hide behind a, a screen and yell and scream on Facebook, but, you know, uh, I don't get as much out of that nearly as, as true interactions with guys I work out with or serve with or whatever the case may be. Just that face-to-face, eye-to-eye contact is where it really is. Gotcha. No, that's awesome. All right, and if guys want to get in touch with you, What's the best method for them to do that? So, um, so I want to promote the the <laughs> F three mental battle more myself. But so that's at at F three battle, and then my personal Twitter account is at the West State, which is if you take the and the the estate and put a W in between the and estate. So the at the West State, which my friend from Philly came up with that. I did not come up with that because. He dubbed my house the West State, so that's where that came from. Um, and then uh, email is coasterwest at bellsouth.net. And it's no T. Coasterwest, W-E-S. Oh, Coaster West. Yeah, no T. Coaster West. Hey, Coaster West. No. Not Wesley. Wesley. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, Drop Thrill, thanks again for very much for being on the podcast. I'm, I'm glad we were able to, to connect, and thanks again for sharing your stories with us. Well, it was an honor being on here. Thank you. No problem. All right, guys. Well, with that, we close out episode 30. That's hard to believe. I know. I'm Look at that number. I'm like, gosh, I'm all broads up. All right. We'll close out episode 30. Guys, thanks again for listening. Stay sharp, and we will see you in the gloom. See ya. Thanks for listening to this episode of American Yammer. If you're interested in sharing your F3 story, reach out to us at f3americanyammer at gmail.com. Again, that's f3americanyammer at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at f3americanyammer. 
Until next time, stay sharp, and we'll see you in the gloom. Oh.